When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Hi, Ingrid. What the hell is going on? What is up? Happy 2021. We're no happy new I, year. Yeah, happy new year. I, I haven't seen you since just before Christmas, so I want to hear about your holidays. What's been going on? Well, my Christmas was really nice. Good. Um, went down to Orange County and visited my family. Had incredible food yeah seriously it was so fucking good but then i had to like detox all i did was like drink alcohol and eat carbs it was a really good holiday good and then good spent a lot of time with my mom cooking and i went to vegas i just got back last night i've been gone for like over a week what was going on in vegas i know you're from there my girlfriend but just went and spent some time with her she was like house sitting at somebody's like mansion house so we got to hang out there which was kind of cool <laughs> But yeah, it was nice to be out there. And then I, oh my gosh. What? This year has been just the darkest year of my life. Just really, mm. really a lot. I just felt like really overwhelmed with how good that I feel now. The flip of the calendar did it for you, huh? Yeah, I just felt so grateful to be happy and feel whole. I was just like bawling in my car by myself. Mm. You survived 2020. I did. Right. I survived and I have like so many amazing friendships right now. I like can't get over how much I've showed up for myself and mm -hmm. also that I've cultivated this really amazing community of people that I love so, so much. So when you said you were crying in your car by yourself, is this like at midnight? No, oh. no, it was maybe like six o'clock. Yeah. I just felt overwhelmed by emotion and grateful for all the work that I put in into myself. And when you're talking about all these friends and these friendships that you've cultivated over 2020, were you with these people? No. Uh, no? No, I was alone. You're just sending them gratitude and... Yeah, I have some messages I need to write to some people in my life that I'm just very grateful for. Mm. So you were you up at midnight? Is the <laughs> clock struck midnight or whatever? God, I was... So I bought a bottle of champagne to share with my friend. Uh -huh. And then she's like, you know, I'm going to go to bed early because I have to get up early. Like, I'm not going to stay up and drink. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go get something else to drink because I'm obviously not going to drink a whole bottle of champagne by myself. Mm -hmm. So I went and got these two like fun little fruity cocktails at like the liquor store. I'm like, I'll just drink these and like watch the fireworks because she has like a balcony and a view. Uh -huh. So I drank the two drinks. And then after having two drinks, I thought it was a great idea to open the bottle of champagne. Yes. And then I proceeded <laughs> to drink the whole bottle. So, so okay, let me recap. So you didn't want to drink a whole bottle of champagne. So you got two little alcoholic drinks. But then after you drank those, you decided to open the champagne. And then you ended up drinking the entire bottle of champagne. Yeah. Great. 
Okay. <laughs> I woke up. Oh my God. I faced him, Jeremy, for like four hours. <laughs> it like midnight? Yeah. So we spent New Year's on FaceTime together. Yeah. I woke up at my friend's house. I was so hungover. I was supposed to drive home in the yeah, morning. And yeah. as soon as I opened my eyes at like eight in the morning, I was like, well, I'm not driving home because I can't even think I'm drunk. Yeah. And right. she was like, okay, I made us this reservation for a nice breakfast. So yeah, like you have yeah. 30 minutes, get ready. And I was yeah. like, okay, I got this. And I took a cold shower and, and I you went to breakfast. I went to breakfast, did not eat anything, had a mimosa and went to bed until like 5 p.m. Oh, wow. I, I was like dying. What a way to start the year. So ridiculous. And you know, I felt, I didn't really feel bad about it, which usually I, if I have a hangover, I just end up like hating myself, mm-hmm. but I had a really good time. Yeah. What changed? What shift for you? Well, I guess I put so much pressure on like starting the new year. Like I want to do something awesome and healthy. It's like the first day of the year, but mm-hmm. I can just have fun once in a while and not beat myself up. Good. Cause then it like deletes all the fun that I had. Yes. I caught up with like some old friends and like, yeah, I just had a really good time hanging mm. out by myself and like feeling like my life is really good right now. Good. I'm happy to hear this. Dude. I sent my sister a topless picture of myself with a, followed by a text message that said glitter bitch. I don't think she was <laughs> amused. <laughs> Yeah, it's alcohol. That's what happens. Wow. Yeah. It was like a literally a two-day hangover. I woke up yesterday and I was like, yeah, I still don't feel good. Wow. So you're just now starting to recover. Yeah. Good. But I'm, but I'm not hating myself for it. Good. So. Yeah, exactly. You embraced it and you're laughing about it. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a night. Yeah, it was a night. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were FaceTiming with people, so you weren't really alone. No, I was having fun. Yeah. And I felt like celebrating, I guess. Yes. I'm feeling so good that I made myself feel bad. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Vegas, man. Yeah. After my two day hangover, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I like feeling good. I don't drink that often because I don't like to feel like shit. Right. It was a good reminder. It was like, okay. So I did that. Whatever. Now I'm back to my normal life that I've cultivated for myself. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, welcome to 2021. Here we are. Yeah. Recovered from my, this is day three. So I've mostly recovered from New Year's Eve. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm kind of back. Glad to have you back. Glad (laughs) to be back. Glad to be here with you. And you know, there's a lot of shifting going on this week with the planets and stars. So yes, you want to be focused, very focused and intentional with your energy moving forward. And I also want to bring up, I'm doing this astrology class, you know, that I've talked about. And uh, so like the first one filled up really quick. So like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do like three more. So I added like three more classes. And so if there's anyone out there that wants to learn the language of astrology and how to be intentional with how you are working with your energy and how the planets and stars are affecting your energy, sign up for this class. It's on the website, The Weekly Transit, New Moon, Full Moon, setting the intention for the new moon, following through with the full moon, and learning the language of astrology along the way and how the planets and stars affect you personally. And then Scott's giving a discount for people who have already had private readings. Yes, totally. I feel like it's a super generous rate 
regardless. You know, it's 60 bucks for two classes if you haven't done a reading with me and 40 bucks for two classes if you have done a reading for me. So it's basically either 20 or 30 bucks a class, depending on whether or not you've had a reading with me, but it's a two class commitment. It's going to be really powerful shit. <laughs> Thank you, Ingrid. Yeah. I, yes. I get like my own personal Scott every week coaching yes. me. So I can tell you from experience this year has been like life changing, just having, mm. having you in my life and being able to learn more about myself and about how the planets are affecting me and working in a positive direction with all of the pressure that I've been under to come into a new version of myself that feels good. Finally. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. So this is like one of those weeks where it's like you've got three planets moving into new signs. And whenever a planet moves into a new sign, that's a big shift. So some of the shift that's going to be happening is action-oriented energy towards material security. It's going to be a big theme moving forward for six weeks with relationships. It's about building relationships building relationships, especially building relationships towards what you want to accomplish or achieve in 2021. Like who are you aligning yourself with? Who are these people that you're in relationship with? Or who are the people that you want to be in relationship with that are going to help you ascend to the top of the mountain? And then mentally connecting to the community, thinking about society, how you can contribute. These are the shifts that are happening this week. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. So the first day, Monday, January 4th, Mercury, the planet that rules the conscious mind, the planet of communication, is concluding its transit through Capricorn. So when a planet ends its transit, gets to the end of a sign, it's like popping that cork on the champagne bottle. There's a ton of pressure, right? When you press up that cork and then boom, it explodes. Or, you know, if you hold your hand over it, you can feel the pressure, right? So that's what happens when a planet's moving out of a sign and into a new sign. There's there's an intensity to the energy of the planet and the sign that it's in. So Mercury is concluding its transit through Capricorn. As it does, it's going to align with Pluto. So that's like communication in ambition and achievement moving into Pluto, which is the sign of death. It's the planet of death. The it's, planet of death. It's moving into conjunction with Pluto. So Pluto is in Capricorn. Mercury is also in Capricorn. They align at the exact same degree in Capricorn on Monday. So would this be like a death to the old way of communicating about your ambitions and achievements? That's one way to look at it. Absolutely. There's so much more depth to it also, you know, because Mercury is messenger of the gods guide of souls to the underworld. Yeah. So every time Mercury and Pluto connect, is there always that kind of positive feedback? They're guiding the souls to the underworld. Well, yes, there is. I look at it as these two work together. Mm-hmm. Pluto is Lord of the underworld. Mercury is guide of souls to the underworld. When you're looking at the language of astrology and you look at the symbol for Mercury and the symbol for Pluto, both of those symbols are made up of the three root symbols to the language of astrology. The circle of spirit, which represents your eternal soul, no beginning, no end. The cross of matter, which represents the four elements of matter, air, fire, earth, and water. 
and the crescent of receptivity, which represents giving, receiving, teaching, learning. So Mercury and Pluto are all three of those symbols combined, but in a different format. So since these planets are very complementary to each other, is this going to be like a feeling of letting go of the old way of doing things in terms of communicating? but in like a positive direction. Yes. Yes. This is what I have for the question. How are you transforming your ability to communicate as an authority? Yes. So that's the positive reflection. I mean, that's just tapping into who you are as a person, getting more confident in who you are. And then it comes across easily when you're communicating. Once you have become an authority, you don't have to try so hard with the communication part because you've changed. Mm -hmm. Yes. It just like comes out of you. Right. It's natural. If you truly feel like you're an authority, then you can speak from a place of authority. You speak with confidence. I know what it's like to be Scott Tajarian. I don't need to pretend. I think a lot of it is, especially if, if there was a conflict, mm -hmm. in that conflict, in that conflict, the defensiveness that can come up when you aren't an authority is what causes a lot of friction. Yes. The defensiveness comes up, so right? That, so when once you become an authority, that defensiveness just starts to fall away. Right. There's no need to get defensive because you're just, you're a boss yeah. of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're a boss. And this is like one of those alignments that I always talk about, that this is like a long rhythm, like Pluto and Mercury have been forming a conjunction in Capricorn since 08. This has happened 16 times since 2008. This is the 17th time. And after today, there's four more times. So hopefully we've been doing that work, right? Yeah. So we're coming towards the end of that cycle. So yeah, hopefully we have become an authority on how we want to communicate in the world and it gets easier and easier. Or yes. I mean, or if we haven't been doing the work, then I get you. The lesson is it gets harder and harder. Yes. So if you haven't been tapping into how to communicate with confidence, you're going to be feeling some pressure. Oh yeah. And that lesson is going to get tough the next time these two connect, because the next time these two connect, Mercury is going to be doing a retrograde next time they cool. connect in, in Capricorn. And that happens the end of December of 2021. And then the beginning and then January and February of 2022. So they conjunct oh. three times in three months, the end of this year and the beginning of next year. So that is it. The lesson is going, that's like kind of like the final exam. Yeah. The final test. <laughs> the more I work on myself, the less these tests, the less they feel scary and overwhelming. It's like, well, I've been training. So like, I'm excited. I want to pass. I'm going to pass the test. Yes. The or more. It's like the more you work on yourself, the less work yourself requires. It's true. When you used to say like, there's going to be a test a couple months ago, I would be like, are you kidding me? No, no, I'm not. I'm not taking it. I refuse. Yes. It's too hard. But yeah, it has become easier and easier. It doesn't feel like such a job. Yeah. Good. Now, Tuesday, February 5th, we're looking at the moon, which is the planet of emotions in Libra, which is the sign of relationships connecting with Saturn, the authority in Aquarius, the community. So these are two air signs. And this is like a great sort of follow up to Monday communicating as an authority because now you have the emotions in the sign of relationships 
So expressing your emotions in relationship, connecting to the planet of authority, Saturn, in the sign of community. So on Monday, you're transforming how you communicate as an authority. On Tuesday, you put that into practice by truly expressing your emotions as an authority to your close personal relationships within the community. That's so perfect. (laughs) It's really fun how the rhythm just keeps going. It just flows into the next day. So if we're working with that energy, then today's going to be really easy. It's going to feel light and nice to get something off your chest when you're communicating about it from a place of authority. Yes. People are going to receive whatever you're communicating with ease. I love it. So the question, how can you gracefully communicate your emotions with authority to your closest relationships within the community? Yeah, using yesterday's energy of letting go of the old way of doing things, doing things in a different way so you can get a different result. Yeah, not being defensive. Mm-hmm. Right, awesome. Wednesday, January 6th. This is that first big shift of the week. Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict moves into Taurus, the sign of financial and material security. So this is what I was talking about at the top, about like moving your action-oriented energy towards making money, getting secure, feeling material security, accumulating material security. This is, this is a really big movement here, a really big shift, because Mars has been in Aries, the sign that it rules for the last six months. Mars typically spends six weeks in a sign, but it was in Aries for six months because it had a retrograde period during its transit through Aries. So this is a long time coming for Mars to move from one sign to the next, but it's finally here in the sign of the bull. I want you to think about some dates because this will help you If you can remember what was going on in your life during this period, this can help give you a clue as to what is in store ahead during this transit. So Mars is going to be transiting through Taurus from today, January 6th, until March 3rd. The last time Mars transited through Taurus was February 14th to March 30th of 2019. The time before that was March 9th to April 21st. 2017. So the question is, what actions are you taking to secure your finances? So this isn't about planning. This is about doing. It's about doing. Hopefully you've already made your plans. If you haven't made your plans, do it now, do it now and get it into gear, you know, but Mars in Aries for six months was all about taking that action to get to where we are now, to where now you can actually do what it is you need to do to make that money, to create that material security. I'm ready for it. You are? Yeah. Well, what are you going to (laughs) do? I don't think I'm going to share it on here. Okay, good, good. (laughs) Very good. That's fine. (laughs) I'm just glad to know that you have a focus of something that you are going to do to make money. I think that's what a lot of people are doing. Making moves. Yes, absolutely. Ah, very exciting, Ingrid. So we're on Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday, January 7th. So we are looking at the moon again 
So we talked about the moon on Tuesday. The moon was moving through Libra, which is the sign of relationships. Today on Thursday, the moon is in Scorpio, which intensifies those relationships. Scorpio is the deepest, darkest, most passionate sign. It's the sign that represents karmic bonds, the bonds that you share with another person where you feel like your soul is tied to their soul, your heart is tethered to their heart, where when they feel pain, you feel pain. When they feel joy, you feel joy. It really deepens the emotion so deep that you almost want to hide from them. So the moon, as it did on Tuesday when it connected to Saturn, the authority, it does so again. Except this time, it's from Scorpio. Now, on Tuesday, the alignment was pretty smooth because it was two planets connecting in two air signs. Today, it's intense because the moon is in Scorpio which is fixed water, and Saturn is in Aquarius, which is fixed air. Both fixed, strong alignment, air and water don't mix. That creates the tension. So how can you passionately communicate your emotions with authority to your karmic bonds within the community? I mean, this is just about sitting with your discomfort and knowing that maybe it will be uncomfortable. Yeah. Allowing space to feel uncomfortable and knowing that that's okay. That's, yes. That's just part of the process of growing. Totally. I think it's, it's so huge that you say that because being okay with the uncomfortable feeling, I feel like there's going to be some, some uncomfortable feelings at this time of the week around Thursday, because this is when Venus is going to be ending its transit. It's going to be getting towards the very end of Sagittarius. And Venus is the planet of relationships. Sagittarius is the sign of honesty and freedom. Mm. This Venus through Sagittarius has been like burning down relationships, <laughs> you know, cutting through all the dead brush. But it's important to do that. It's like cleaning out the closet of yes. your personal relationships. Exactly. Nobody wants to do it, but it feels really good afterwards. And you just like, like, what is that show that Marie Kondo show? You take everything out. And then most people are like, I can't handle looking at all this stuff. It's too overwhelming. And the woman that hosts the show is like, this is my favorite part to just see all of the shit and then get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Cause like the reward is so great. It makes me so excited to see all of your shit. Cause I know you're going to feel amazing once you sort it out. Yes. And that's what, that's what this relationship energy has been all about for the last few weeks has been looking at all the clutter from your relationship and just burning it down so that you have the space to rebuild. And that's what happens on Friday, January 8th, as Venus moves into Capricorn. This is a very intense energy day. We're definitely going to be feeling it on Thursday, as as I said, with with the moon in Scorpio connecting to Saturn in Aquarius. That's a very intense alignment. But there's so much going on on Friday. Venus is in Capricorn. So Sagittarius is about burning everything down. Capricorn is about rebuilding. Rebuilding. This is the earth sign. Capricorn is the goat. It represents achievement, ambition, authority. So how would you like to improve your career-oriented relationships? I mean, it sounds like clearing out the old ones to make way for new ones so you can have new connections to further your career. In a sense, yes, it can be that, you know, but it can also be reworking your present relationships. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Yeah. Clearing out the clutter of your relationships, not necessarily the relationship itself, just restructuring 
what those relationships look like. Yes, exactly. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just throwing out the trash. No. God, that's, that's just so extreme working with what you have. And if you can use that communication that you cultivated earlier this week, then you can express your emotions with authority and be able to be well received. So you can restructure them instead of like blowing them up. Right. Absolutely. I like that. Work with what you've got. Work with what you got. I mean, you can end something, but it can also be the dynamic of the relationship. I'm ending this dynamic and now I'm restructuring what this relationship is. I think if we could all do that, that just feels brilliant to me. (laughs) If we were better at restructuring our relationships, we wouldn't have to end relationships that are supportive to you in certain ways. Maybe they're not supportive in other ways, but if you can restructure them, then you can get like the best of both worlds. I think of it as like this Marie Kondo show that you're always talking about. Like maybe some of the things that they pull out of the closet, they're like, oh, I forgot I had this. Or maybe I can use this for something else. A friend of mine showed me that she had remade a pair of her grandpa's old jeans into a purse. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Repurposing it. Exactly. So another planet moving into a new sign on Friday is Mercury. The planet of communication. So Mercury has just been in Capricorn, as we talked about on Monday, directing the conscious mind towards speaking from a place of authority. Now Mercury moves into Aquarius. Oh, and before I get there, I do want to say Venus is going to be in Capricorn until February 1st. So from now, January 8th until February 1st, focus your attention in your relationships towards how are these relationships benefiting me towards achieving my goals. That's the important thought. The last time Venus transited through Capricorn was November 25th to December 19th, 2019. And the time before that was February 3rd to March 1st, 2019. So think back to those dates for clues on how this current transit may be affecting you moving forward. Now, the second planet that is moving into a new sign on Friday is Mercury, the planet of communication. Moving from Capricorn, where Venus just moved into, Mercury moves out, Venus moves in, Mercury moves out, Mercury moves into Aquarius. So it's directing the mind from achieving the ambitions to Connecting in the community, really focusing your attention on who you're surrounding yourself, what groups you're involved with, what does your community look like? Those just go hand in hand. You can work in your ambitions with your community. They should be working like in conjunction with each other. And I love that you say that because they do go hand in hand. That's why Capricorn happens right before Aquarius and Aquarius happens right after Capricorn. It's it's no accident. You have what it is you want to achieve and then you have the community that can help you achieve what it is you want to achieve. I'm feeling just so excited. This week feels like I'm really seeing the rhythm of the planets and how one just ties into the next and ties into the next. It's crazy. I love that it's clicking for you. It's <laughs> This is why I always tell people, just stick with it. Astrology is a practice. It's a practice. I can't teach you what I know in one day, just like a yoga master can't teach a yoga student how to do a lotus pose in the first class. You have to practice it every single day. And so you, Ingrid, have been practicing this just through doing, we're like 40 podcasts now. It's starting to click for you. You're like, oh my God, I'm starting to see this. Now I understand. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. Also, that makes me think of like 
just your description of the yoga teacher. I used to do yoga all the time, but you go to a workshop and you can have like crazy breakthroughs in eight hour workshop instead of just once a week or you go for like the weekend and you go for like two eight hour days. You can get into some poses and like learn some stuff that you have been working on for months, just having that dedicated focus time. So like if you are thinking about diving deeper into astrology, you should definitely take that class with Scott. So- Thank you. Yes, that's what exactly. That's what the class is about. It's about to help crack open some windows for you. Yeah. Yeah. Focused time and energy on a subject where it's a concentrated effort with someone who is there to guide you can just really crack shit open for sure. Yes. So there's a couple other alignments that are happening today. Just as Mercury moves into Aquarius, as soon as it does... It aligns with Mars in Taurus. Mars moved into Taurus on Wednesday. Mercury moved into Aquarius today. Taurus is fixed Earth. Aquarius is fixed air. Both fixed. Strong alignment. Air and Earth don't mix. That creates conflict. That creates tension. So the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, squares off with the god of war. Damn. Yes. So this is everything that you've been working on this week to communicate from a place of authority, to express your emotions with grace, to do all this work. There's got to be a challenge to put the work into practice again. This is that test. Yes. (laughs) So when the messenger of the gods squares off with the god of war, there is bound to be some terse communication, some tense communication. So here's the other thing that's interesting about this alignment between Mercury and Aquarius and Mars and Taurus is, and this is the conflict here, Aquarius is all about the community, the group, the club, the organization. But what did we talk about on Wednesday with Mars in Taurus? It's about personal, financial, material security. So when you have the planet of action in the sign of my personal, financial, material security in alignment with the conscious mind in the community, it's about reconciling how is me making money for myself also helpful to the collective cause, the group, the club, the organization. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I mean, the more successful you are, you can bring up the people around you. You have a project you want to work on that you can fund and you can use the people around you to make that project successful. Like now they have a job because you can rope them into whatever you're working on. Yes, I love it. It's like you have your own financial security that you're going after, but you need help. And so you help the people around you by giving them work and then they help you. Is that's, that what, like what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. That's really just fun. Yeah. It's, it's fun to lift the people around you up. When you're in a place of power and feeling comfortable in your material security, being able to share the wealth with the people that you care about that are like supporting you, like there's nothing more rewarding than that. Yes. And there's another way to look at it too when I'm looking at you personally, and you can cut this out, but it's like what you're doing, you're creating a community in a sense. You know, it's like your friend has like a community, right? Mm-hmm. Like her subscribers. Yeah. And so she's making money, but she's also, I like to think about it as lifting these other people up, you know? In a way for her subscribers, I guess, yeah, that's like something like fun for them to like engage in. But she supports all the other girls collectively that are working. Mm. The way that you make money is by like promoting other people that are doing what you're doing. Okay. So I it really, really is about the community. Yes. It's, all about just sharing what's happening with the other women and then you all kind of like move up together. Yes. Very interesting. Very powerful. 
Also on this day, we're not done. <laughs> the sun in Capricorn. So the sun, this is the first time we've talked about the sun this week. The sun is the giver of light, life, and vitality wherever it goes. The sun is in alignment with Neptune, which we also haven't talked talked about this week. Neptune is the planet of the unconscious, the planet of the dream world, fantasy world. Neptune is in Pisces, which it rules, which also represents compassion and the unconscious and healing and intuition. The sun is in Capricorn, which represents that authority. So this is about bringing your dream life into reality. That's what this alignment can be interpreted as. What are your career aspirations and how can you turn those dreams into reality? I mean, that goes hand in hand with Wednesday. Yeah, with the whole week, really, in in some ways, because in order to bring your dream into reality, you have to be an authority of what it is you want. So you need to, well, number one, work on what your dream is, really dedicate some time to cultivating that dream. Sometimes we're wrapped up in just being so busy all the time, we don't allow ourselves the time to dream. Maybe not everybody, but at least for me, there's been a lot of extra time. So using that wisely to dream up what it is you want out of this life, how you want to get there. What do you want your ambitions to look like? What do you want the future to look like? I love that. Giving yourself time to dream, to imagine what it is you want to accomplish. How can you know what you want to accomplish or achieve in this world if you haven't dreamt about it? (laughs) It seems like such a just like a silly thing to do, just to make time to sit with yourself to see what even comes up. Like, what would you want? I guess it can be like a fun exercise. Wait, is Neptune here? Yes. So I think last week you said something about when Neptune's there, it's like the dream world and you're just like laying on the grass, looking up at the clouds and seeing what comes by, what you see. And then using that as a practice, allowing the thoughts to come in and seeing what what feels good, what feels fun, what feels light and not worrying about how you're going to get there, but just allowing that dream to be. And then sometimes we block ourselves with all these excuses about why we can't do it, why it's too hard, too uncomfortable, but just not worrying about the in-between. I feel like for me right now, I am stepping into some lot of discomfort and I'm trying not to even acknowledge it. Like I know it's uncomfortable to put myself out there and feel vulnerable, just exposed and just having this alter ego that I felt like was a secret for me become more public Mm -hmm. in my friendships and like family life. But I can't hide forever. I'm never going to get to where I want to be in life. I'm never going to achieve anything if I'm too scared of what everybody thinks of me. Mm. Why do I care so much of what people think of me? If they don't like me, why do I want them to be in my personal circle? Mm. Right on. Wow. Yeah, that's some deep shit happening right now. It is. It's like in this present (laughs) moment, I'm having like a full panic. But yeah, there's what am I going to do? Just sit here and be scared. I can just be scared and keep moving forward, though. There's no reason to just hide. Well, it's like you say that courage is acting in the face of fear, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's some deep, deep stuff right there. And I'm... Imagine what we could achieve if we weren't so scared all the time or if we if we were scared and we did it anyways. Yes. Yes. That. That. Yeah, we look at people that are really successful and think like, "Oh, they just must be so confident and comfortable all the time." Like they probably had so much discomfort and they just kept, Absolutely. kept pushing. Remember when we first met, 
And I wasn't even really active on my Instagram. And I didn't have a picture of myself. I didn't even have my name on there, you know. People kept telling me, well, you gotta, you gotta put your name on there. You, you gotta do a video or something, do a lot. I'm just like, no, I don't, I don't, it's uncomfortable for me. I don't like doing that. Yeah. I remember you and, saying that you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to like videotape myself. That's like so weird. Yes. And it is weird. But at the same time, now I'm doing it and people are responding in a positive way, which is also weird, but very nice. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but I got to this point where I was like, I understood why I needed to do this. It wasn't because everybody else was telling me, but there was also a part inside of me that was like, I want to share something and I'm just going to have to put my face on this thing. <laughs> and, and, you know, whatever happens, happens, you know, but and it was amazing because the first time I did a live by myself, somebody contacted me within the hour for a reading. And I was just like, what? Wow. Just like that, huh? That's all it <laughs> took was just one live and somebody wants a reading with me. That's amazing. So yeah, getting, yeah. getting out of our own way, like just pushing through that fear is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And this, I mean, for me, this podcast has definitely been like fuel for me to get out of my comfort zone. Oh, you have in a big way. You know, we did a couple lives and we'll do more, but I mean, it's like, that was a big step for you. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to do that. And then it was instantly, instantly like, fun. I like this. This <laughs> is fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. You're like, wow. <laughs> you know, and I also want to just touch on too, what you were talking about earlier with like giving yourself time to dream. You know, we spend so much of our free time on our phones or on a screen of some, some sort. Guilty? That, yeah, I'm guilty too. And that takes our unconscious. And so we have to be very mindful and aware that when we are focusing on a screen, we're taking time away from our own unconscious mind, our own unconscious existence. And so what happens during this time is we end up projecting ourselves on other people or we look at other people and we're like, oh, they've got it all figured out. I could never be like them or they're successful because of X, Y, Z. And it's like, I'm always telling you, everybody's living in their own personal hell. So it's not fair for you to judge yourself against somebody else or judge somebody else against yourself because you don't really know what's going on with them. The more we're thinking about what other people are doing and not just focusing on how we can get to where we want to go, it's just draining ourselves of our life force. Yes. The more we just focus on what we want to do and how we want to get there, then, then things will just happen for us. Just remembering to take control of your subconscious when you see it, hear it, feel it like getting away from you taking that time to collect your energy back to yourself like mm -hmm. pull it back and just stay focused because it's so it's so easy to spiral for real <laughs> i love it good such great advice thank you ingrid so that's a big day friday we can move on to saturday january 9th venus in capricorn aligns with mars and taurus so these are two earth signs capricorn and taurus are both earth venus is the goddess of love the planet of relationships. Mars is the god of war, the planet of attraction. <laughs> oh no. Maybe Friday was kind of like that bumpy day, perhaps, but if you did that unconscious work, really focused on what you want in relationship, this is a really special alignment. 
This is a very special alignment. Whenever the goddess of love and the god of war get together, I mean, there's some kind of magical harmony that happens. I mean, anytime I see, I see these two in contact with each other in somebody's birth chart and somebody's birth code, this is always somebody who is like very balanced on the masculine and feminine side. Somebody who is usually a very good athlete as well, very coordinated. So this is an opportunity. Think about it. Venus, career relationships, what you want to achieve and relationships, relationships to help you accomplish your goals. That's Venus in Capricorn. Mars in Taurus is taking action to create financial security. Yeah, they go hand in hand. Right, right. So who, what, what are you doing to forge relationships that will establish your financial security? Dedicating time and focused energy to those people in your community that are on the same wavelength that want to do the same things that you're doing. You guys can lift each other up. Yeah. One of my intentions for this year is to make the first move. So maybe that's just planning a day to get together to work on whatever projects you have in mind, reaching out to those people. That is huge for you, Ingrid. Huge for you because you're North Node in Aries. You need to be making the first move. The Ram doesn't wait for somebody else to say, yeah, now strike horns with that Ram. No, it just does it. It's not asking for permission. It just attacks. So... You need to think about where you want to attack and go for it. It's about not planning. It's about you've already made the plan. Today you make the move. Crazy. There's so much more on this day. Just to give you some perspective, the last time Venus and Capricorn aligned with Mars and Taurus was January 23rd, 2006. The time before that was November 17th, 2005. The time before that was January 3rd, 1991. So this is not something that happens on the regular. It's very rare. And so it's very important to be intentional with who you're spending time with on this day. What relationships are you forging and how are they affecting your bottom line? Now, there's several planets that are coming into alignment with each other today, just like Friday. Mercury, which was a big topic on Friday and has been throughout the week, moving through Aquarius, aligns with Saturn, which we have also talked about several times this week. Mercury is the planet of communication, Saturn the planet of authority. Both of them align in conjunction, the same degree, in the same sign, Aquarius, which represents the community. So how can you best communicate with authority in the community? I mean, making that first move. Making that first move. Exactly. Reaching out, building the relationship. Yes. Hello, I'm here. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm about. This is how I think we can work together. This is what I have to offer. This is what I'd like from you. Is what I offer something that you would like so that I can receive what I want from you? It's, it's just about getting out there, being social, connecting. The sun in Capricorn and all the same themes again. This is just like the symphony. This is like, you know, instead of playing a C on a piano with one finger, you're playing an entire chord with two hands. The sun in Capricorn, the giver of light, life, and vitality in the sign of authority, achievement, ambition, in conjunction with the north node in Gemini. The north node is... 
the karmic pathway of the soul, the soul's purpose. Gemini is the sign of communication. So again, what can you do to communicate your ambitions? When I think about Saturday, here are the three questions. What are you doing to forge relationships that will establish your financial security? How can you best communicate with authority in the community? And what can you do to communicate your ambitions? They're all in alignment with each other. Yeah, putting yourself out there, building relationships, making contact. Yes, making contact is huge. How can you have a relationship if you don't make contact? Yeah, making the call, sending the email. Yes, make the move. Sunday, January 10th. The moon has now moved on to Sagittarius. Sagittarius is about honesty. It's about being forthright. The blunt speaker? The blunt speaker. The archer. Very precise with where the archer wants to put the arrow. Right on the bullseye. So, the moon in Sagittarius represents emotional honesty. It's opposing the north node, which we just spoke about yesterday, in Gemini. So, the soul's purpose in the sign of communication. So, emotional honesty... And how are you communicating that emotional honesty? What can you do to openly and honestly communicate your emotions? Expressing yourself with personal authority so you don't feel defensive and it's not coming from a place of like attacking someone, but just expressing what you're experiencing without putting blame on others. And then also not worrying about the consequences of what you are saying. Yes. Oh my God. That's such a great balance. Say that again. Expressing your experience without putting the blame on others so it doesn't come across as like attacking someone else, just explaining how you're feeling in the moment, how it's affecting you, and not worrying about the reaction of the other party. Mm. Doing it with kindness, but also bluntness. I love it. It's huge. And that's the way to end the week because you've done all this work in communicating, building those relationships, communicating from a place of authority, communicating your emotions with grace. And now it's time to just say it. Yes. Now that you've done that, out with it. I love it. Yeah. The less we worry about the outcome of the future based on what we're doing in the present, the more we can actually be present. Yes. Because if you're worried about the outcome, that's all you're focused on is the outcome. And then you're just miserable because you're not doing anything. (laughs) And then it comes across in your communication when you're worried about what the reaction is going to be. You're really not being present. Yes. So great, Ingrid. Thank you. Yeah, this was a great week. Yeah, it's going to be a big week, a very powerful week. So one final reminder, sign up for my class. When does the class start? The class starts not this week, but next week. They're the week of January 11th, leading up to the new moon. Do we want to do a wrap up of the week? Yeah, so a wrap up of the week. Man, the big theme of the week is forging those career relationships, driving towards achieving material and financial security, engaging in the community, in the collective. How do you reflect upon it, Ingrid? Making moves in your personal relationships to achieve the kind of success that you see for yourself so you can achieve that financial security. Great. I love it. And it's it's such a great way to start the year. Yeah, it when is. When everybody's like, okay, it's 2021. I got to like start crushing it right in the beginning. Well, th- the planets are aligned in that way. So don't hesitate move forward and whatever you're planning make sure you have the right people around you make your moves move ahead forge ahead i love this <laughs> great i'll see you next week ingrid see you next week thank you for listening to the weekly transit 
Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper and want a personal reading with Scott, go to theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit.